What's going on guys? Welcome back to Be Relentless. I am Coach Jake. Now we are getting straight into it today because we have a lot to discuss. A lot is going on. I want to talk about the one thing that controls you and your ability to be relentless in chasing your goals and what you want out of life. See, today we're going to cover mindset. Now this is this is so fitting right now, like with everyone stressed out and everything going on with all the restrictions and lockdown, lockdowns and not being able to see family, everyone's stressed out, but you can still chase your goals and you can still get what you want out of life. It's it comes down to your mind, you know, and I find the mind is what's you know holding everyone back. So I want to dive deep on that. We're not diving deep into the science, but keeping it more real and and discussing things that you can apply immediately. You can apply it today. So I've done this in a way where I'd normally have a guest on the show, okay, I've done it in the same format, of course, I know I haven't had a guest yet because of all these restrictions and everything going on, that's all going to change soon, hopefully, um, but this is the next best thing for you. Now, uh, I have thought in the past about doing like a, a Zoom or Skype podcast and recording that, but I just don't like the quality and then you have like lag time when you talk, and, uh, I don't know. I, fine, this is the way I'm going to do it. Um, so I've, when I, when I think about a, mon, a strong mindset and, you know, having that mindset and, you know, the ability to push through moments of struggle, I had about five or six clients that immediately popped into my head. Now, it would be great to go through and ask everyone, but, you know, I just, these the first, you know, five that, that popped into my head, um, they're the ones that I ask these questions. So, and, you know, these are questions that I'd normally ask someone that would that would be on the show, uh, questions I'd have for them, you know, about building that relentless uh, mindset in terms of chasing your goals and getting what you want out of life and, you know, how to be relentless. So I've asked them these questions. We've got five questions here. It's really funny, actually, because all of, all of the answers that I got they all shared like common. They all all these people have shared common traits. Now they all, if you if you saw, um, the people that I asked, they're all so different from like, um, from you know athletes to school teachers to you know um, business owners, you know um, mothers, fathers, like ranging from, you know, different ages and backgrounds, you know, from like 20 years old up to 50 years old, like just all different, but they all share these common traits. So I'm not, I'm not going to go through like each person's like individual answer. I'm just going to summarize, summarize some important points um, of, of what came up in the answers that I think that you, would be beneficial that you can apply straight away into helping build this, this strong mindset. I'm also going to give you my answers of how I deal with certain things and what you know goes on within myself um, for you because I think that's going to be beneficial as well. So it's just good to get a get a get one the, the client's perspective, um, but also mine as well. I think that that will help you. So why am I doing this? I've had you know people asking me what is going on, <laughs> replying to my Instagram stories, saying like, "What are you doing, dude? Like, what, what is happening? You need to tell us." So here it is. Um, now I believe I believe I have a pretty strong mindset, but of course there is certain resistance that still exists, and I want to change that. You know, I want to I want to be a better person. I want to be a better coach to help people. Um, I want to be a better father, I want to be a better husband, so 
I believe I need, I need a stronger mindset because that resistance resistance comes in, you know, it comes in. Everyone has that, that little voice, that internal dialogue that, you know, just, you know, man, I had it had it last night. You know, I, yesterday I couldn't train in the morning. You know, I got up, I, I got a few hours work done and then the girls woke up at the exact same time. Now I have a, a two-year-old daughter and a, a 10-month-year-old daughter, a uh, 10-month-old daughter and, you know, they woke up at the exact same time. They woke up super early and, you know, my wife had work early that day as well. So I was just like, all right, you know, I'm just just going to be here with them, help my wife out a little bit. And, you know, I'll get training in tonight when, the, uh, that night when they're, when they're done. So it got to that night, <laughs> last night. It was, you know, only about 8 o'clock, 8.30 or something. The girls went to bed. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go train. But it took me half an hour to get my ass up off the couch and into the gym. Uh, my little tin shed at the moment. It's, you know, it's cold, it's raining, it's wet. I didn't want to go out there. I, you know, if anyone knows me, I'm a morning person. I get everything done in the morning. I'm so productive in the morning. So uh, it was easy to tell myself, uh, you know, just go to sleep. You get a little bit more, uh, you just go to bed now. You get a little bit more sleep and you'll be able to get up earlier and you'll have a more productive morning. So it was so, that voice was just, you know, it was just so, that resistance was there. You know, I had to overcome it and I just, uh, had to talk to myself and say no just get out and get your ass to work you know and that resistance is in all of us um so i wanted to ask these clients that i believe have a very strong mindset what goes through their head and how do they deal with these situations and you know just find different ways of dealing with it and you know go deep on the, on what's going through my way on my mind when I'm dealing with it and of course to do this and to really understand it I need to put my mind to the test so what I've done is um you know I'm, I'm you know not too far into it at the moment I'm you know halfway through week two but I've undergone six weeks of naval special warfare uh, welfare training so Navy seal training. No, I'm not leaving and going to the Navy, um, but I'm going through the training to help, you know, the same training that they would do to, you know, prepare for prefer, per, uh, prepare for their tests or prepare for their BUDS training or Hell Week or whatever it is. Um, I'm going through that because, you know, I've done a lot of research and listened to a lot of, you know, ex-Navy SEALs speak and, you know, read books and all this stuff and really uh, followed and listened to, you know, guys like Jocko Willink and David Goggins and Steve Eckert and, you know, Ray Cashcare and just these guys just have just – they're just relentless at getting it done, man. Like, they just they just get after it and they have some of the strongest mindsets, you know, in the world. So, thought, what a better way to do it. And, you know, if you ever watch videos of, like, you know, <laughs> Bud's training or Hell Week or anything, it is, it is freaking tough and it's, you know, it's – almost impossible and you know the point of it is to um you want to stress the body to stress the mind so i'm using physical activity to stress my body out that's going to stress my mind so just getting to the point of where that getting to the highest point where that resistance is going to be there telling me to quit and you know just figuring out how to push that away and and push through it and keep moving forward. So that's what we're doing. So I'm undergoing six weeks of that. Um, now it's it's a little bit different to you know my normal meathead strength training that I'd 
just do that and you know a couple wrestling sessions here and there but you know so it's really sort of one day that's the, the main day where this is really called upon but the whole sort of training split you know I, I complete you know f- three long slow distance workouts you know 30 to 60 minutes where I'll just chuck a 10 kilo chain around my neck and then go for a go for a, a 30 to 60 minute walk around the hills um which is not too easy uh sorry not too not too difficult it's just walking you know I try and keep it at an intensity you know where I can still hold a conversation but just building that aerobic capacity up um I'll do four days of calisthenics um you know which is just pull-ups push-ups and sit-ups so you know I'll go through five to six sets uh continuous before I get into my strength training workout which I'll do um I'm running through six strength training days a week. Now, it's not super high volume, but I'm running three upper body days and then three lower body days. On top of that, I'm doing uh, four um, core strength workouts as well, which, you know, the volume is pretty minimal on this. It's only about, you know, two two to four exercises, you know, two to four sets each um, of core training. And when I say core training, I'm not talking about like sit-ups and crunches and stuff like that. Um, It is, you know, working anti-movement patterns. So, you know, like different plank variation, core rollout variations, um, you know, pal-off presses where we're doing anti-rotation exercises, farmer's walks, loaded carries, things like that. Um, But then I have one day which is, you know, I'll do mental toughness drills now, of course, I'm using physical activity for this. So I just put myself through a workout that just fatigues me so much that it's almost impossible. Gets to a point where it's close to impossible. So it's going to get me to that point where you just can't continue. But, you know, it's just about not giving up and just keep pushing through. Um, so I'm starting off pretty pretty you know, relatively easy with it and building up. But, man, within these, like two and a bit weeks that you know I've done it is um uh, the, the amount that I've learned about myself and my mind and how it's developed already is, is it's incredible so so uh for instance my first sort of mental toughness thing I you know just you know I ran I went for a 2k run through the hills Come back in, 100 push-ups, 100 burpees, 100 inchworms, and then another um, 2K run through the hills and just making sure every hill that I got to that I was a sprint up the hill as fast as I could. And, you know, I was completing all of this in the quickest time possible with 100 reps of each exercise, you know, not moving on until the 100 reps were completed. So just getting myself super fatigued and just trying to do it as fast as I can as fast as I could and then jumping straight into a cold shower afterwards now I live <laughs> I live in the hills in the um, Wombat State Forest it gets really cold here uh, it was snowing um, uh, about a week ago now uh, we're on tank, tank water as well um, it is freaking freezing so I was made sure you know I, the point of these drills is to get myself to a level of un- um, where I'm just so uncomfortable and want to quit. Um, so jumping into a freezing cold shower uh, <laughs> was definitely one of them. Um, 
man, I, I've done like ice baths and stuff, but I know this shower was different. Like it, it was freaking, yeah, it was bad. So, and you know, and that's just jumping as a shower and just focusing on trying to control my breathing through that time. So I'll focus on deep diaphragmatic breathing, you know, breathing in through my nose um, for five seconds and out for five seconds. And I'll run through, you know, cycles of like 10 breaths or something. Yes. Um, then, you know, the next week it was a 2K run through the hills and I went through an old motorbike track. So it was just like mud and puddles and you know it was just i was slipping all over the place so my my feet were just yeah completely covered in mud and everything it was actually a lot of fun but straight back in 200 squats 100 push-ups 50 burpees with dumbbells um and then (laughs) this might sound silly but you know getting there's a nice little muddy puddle of water um I grabbed a, I grabbed a, a bucket and just drenched myself in ice cold water. And then I'd jump down into the the puddle of mud and water, and I'd run through two minutes of an ab routine, just crunches and leg raises. So the water's like you know sloshing around and just getting everywhere, covered in it. Do that for two minutes. Get up, carry a big log um, overhead up the hill in on my driveway. And back around to the puddle, so run about 200 meters with the log above my head, and then straight back down into that ice cold water. And I'd run through that three times, so just being super uncomfortable. Um, and yeah, just put myself in you know, these situations where just something you know, you just don't want to do, and just want to easily just go inside and have a nice hot shower. But um, you know, it was good, just learning to embrace it, and you know, these will progressively build over the six week period and then we get to the six uh the end of the six week period i'll be um staying awake for 75 hours so using sleep deprivation as you know another tool to <laughs> to help me push through and you know that's that's definitely going to bring on the resistance um you know i'm going to use the time because obviously you know i've been looking after my girls and stuff so during the day will be classes sort of downtime, but you know I, won't, I still won't be sleeping or sitting around. You know I'll be being active with the girls, and then once I'm once they're in bed, I'll be you know get to work. That's when I'll be getting my workouts in, sitting through seminars, um, and just you know being as physically active as I can through those times through that seventy-five uh, hour period. So yeah, that, that that's going to be the end result is going through that through that. Um, through that 75 hours there all to build mental toughness because the stronger my mind is you know it's going to transition to all aspects of my life i'm going to be a better coach i'm going to help other people get through this um, and overcome barriers and overcome the resistance and you know it's going to it's going to go into go into my business and go into my life and everything like that so i think just developing a strong mindset is is key so it's the reason of why i want to do this and i want to help other people you know i want to help you develop this mindset as well to achieve your goals and you know because I, I think my the mind is what holds everyone back you know especially times like this where everyone's so stressed out and there's a lot of stuff that's out of our control and stuff that we can't control um but you know you, you need to learn to control what you can so, all right, on to the questions. Try not to eat up too much of your time and just give you these things that you can take away and start getting to freaking work. 
All right, question one was, what drives you to push through in moments of struggle while training? This is what I asked um, my clients and, you know, the, I'll summarize sort of everything. You know, it was just knowing that giving up isn't an option, having a goal and wanting to achieve it. You know, so just knowing that, just know your goal and and why, why, why it is you're doing it, why you want to do it, you know, focusing on the end goal, why you're doing it, and just tell yourself it's only a small percentage of time. So telling yourself, you know, it's only a small part of your day, but it's going to lead to that, that ultimate goal. And, you know, I think the why is, is a huge one, and that, that was one that, you know, kept coming up with clients was the why. And, yeah, just knowing and believing that you can do it is another big one. Setting and knowing the goal of the session. So that comes to you know, goal goal setting, you know, focusing on the end goal, but you're also focusing on the goal of the session. So when you when you want to push through the moments of when you're really struggling, you're just thinking about, you know, you're just thinking about, all right, this is what I have to achieve through the session. Okay, I just have to get this done. Okay, just think about that and just reminding yourself of the the overall why. Okay, why are you doing this? Okay, what's the end goal? What are you going to achieve? What, how is this going to make you better? That that you know that's huge. Um, it, it comes down to how bad you want it, how bad you want something, and prioritizing it. You know, you you just need to know. You just need to know that why, and you'll find with all these questions as well. Like I'm just sort of skimming through some dot points that I wrote down from the from the answers. Um, but yeah, just knowing your, they're all going to sort of link in together and I've done that on purpose, but so knowing your why is going to be a huge one. Other ways people push through the moments of struggle is like being watched. So a lot of people will come to me just for the accountability of, you know, um, me being there and watching them do the work. Cause you know, if they do it by themselves, they just, you know, they, they just don't have that where they can push through and, do it on their own, so they have to have someone there watching them, you know, and and they'll deal with this. There's many ways to deal with it, whether it's, you know, <laughs> people yelling and swearing at me to deal with it, <laughs> um, but, you know, they get it done or they can count down the reps or how, how many reps to go, how many sets to go, just knowing everything, what we're going to do. Um, you know, I have, you know, so some people work, Everyone, sorry, everyone works differently. Some people don't like to know. They're just like, just tell me what to do in this moment. Don't tell me what we're going to do the whole session. Or some people like to know every single session, every single, every rep, every set, how many sets, everything that we're going to do so they can mentally prepare for that and don't like when it's just like, oh, I'm going to throw something at them randomly. They have to know everything to help, you know, mentally prepare. So that's another way is just count, counting down like the reps or kilo, uh, maybe the kilometers that you have to go. Then... It also becomes part of a habit and, you know, you just end up like it just becomes sort of part of who you are. So you learn to push through those moments because um, it just becomes part of the process because, you know, you, you, you know the end result and, you know, the, the positive impact that's going to have on you mentally and physically and, you know, of course, into that into that uh, why, that whole why, of why you're doing it, okay? And for me, you know, it's, you know, I have to dig deep. I do a lot of self-talk. So when I'm going through a moment where I'm struggling, I really don't want to do anything, you know, I'll often say to myself, don't be a little bitch. Don't be a little bitch. That's that's <laughs> what will come up quite a lot. 
um, that I'll say to myself. Um, you know, that, that inner bitch will come on and I'll have to tell it to go away, that little voice. I also think, think of things like when I'm really struggling and want to give up, you know, I'll use certain things like, okay, I'll tell myself you, you can't quit because if you quit, your girls aren't going to have the the life that you want for them. So, you know, that comes again to that that why, okay, why are you doing it? Okay, I have to keep going. I have to complete this. Otherwise, my girls, you know, they're, they're not going to have the life that I want for them. So, um, you know, it, it comes down to that very strong why. And if you know that why, that's going to help you push through. But, of course, the little things like being watched, um, this, this is one that I use as well, Um Apart from, you know, just knowing the goal and the end result and the why. Being watched is a good one. I got this from um, Joe DeFranco and Jim Smith when we were at the WWE Performance Center when I was learning under their methods. Um, something that I would always say would be when you're coaching, when you're back in your facility and you're coaching, I want you to imagine that, you know, we're peeping through the window and we're watching you, you know, because... That way, you're not you're not going to slack off. You're not going to do anything half-assed because they're watching you that whole time, you know, and you want to give that quality of work 100% of the time. So that's sort of what I remind myself. And that's what I'm doing now because obviously, you know, I can't go train with anyone. I can't, I can't, you know, have a coach here and things like that. Um, so what I do is, especially through this, uh, the Naval Special Welfare Training is I will... Um, I'll imagine that these Navy SEALs, that, you know, the Jocko Willink, the David Goggins, that they're peeping through the window, they're watching. Like, if I'm going through these mental toughness drills, like, they're here with me. I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, I'm imagining them, that I'm in that moment. I'm there. I'm going through that train. I'm going through that hell week, and I'll, and that that helps me push through, okay? Just imagining that someone's there. Um, and it's just, you know, outlasting your old self. It's being better, being better than what, what you were. All right, question two was, do you ever feel like giving up? Now, I don't know if that, <laughs> I don't know if you just heard that. Um, I, I'm obviously recording this in my shed and it's just, um, it's just the sun is just coming up now and I don't know if you heard, can hear those cockies screeching in the background. But um, yeah, we have a lot of a lot of birds that come around and you know we get to feed them and hand feed them, we get a lot of parrot, king parrots and... Uh, <laughs> cockies and kookaburras and everything the, the cockies make a lot of noise so um yeah i don't know if that came through on the mic <laughs> here he goes again but all right do you ever feel like giving up if so how do you overcome the voice in your head trying to negotiate with you telling you to quit and of course you know it just comes down to you know knowing the goal you know knowing that giving up isn't going to get you there you know that why just showing up, you know, once you're there, once you're there, you know, you have to achieve that goal of the session. Um, and just showing up, you know, just from a coach's point of view is one of the biggest things. If you can just show up, then you're going to be a lot more successful. Like if you, that's where the biggest resistance comes. Like, oh, I don't know if you start thinking about, oh, I don't know if I can go in and, and push myself through this or get through it. And so I might just reschedule the session. I might just cancel and it's like no just show up and it'll be okay um that that is a huge one there um and yeah just knowing the goal of the session 
and remind yourself of that. A good one, and now I use this as I have used this in the past, is competition. So that's why it's good to, uh, with my programs, I like to do things in two to three week phases. Um, not so much just for like motivation, but you know, sometimes you can put like competitions in there and you can compete with yourself, whether it's like, oh, I hit this amount of weight for this week and next week I'm going to hit the same amount of weight, but I'm going to do more reps or I'm going to do the same amount of reps as I did the previous week, but I'm going to do it with more weight. So competing with yourself in that way um, or competing with others, whether you're doing group training or, you know, setting out little challenges, things like that. Now, you know, I, I train alone. I don't normally like training with people, but you know when I'm am in a group setting, I get very competitive because uh, I don't want to be outworked <laughs> and I want to be the hardest worker in the room. So I will compete. So competition is a good one when you do feel like giving up. Like I know some people like to just they have to train in a group all the time because they you know feel like giving up and you know when they're in a group they push through and they get rid of that little voice in the head. Um, and, you know, what I liked with these questions is they were, a lot of them were honest as well. As, you know, sometimes they do feel like giving up, you know, but they remind themselves of the goal. And, you know, sometimes they might come in and just the session might just be half-assed. And, you know, that's okay. You know, it just comes to showing up. You know, going there and doing a half-assed session is better than just sitting on the couch and doing nothing. So, you know, just showing up is good. And it's okay to you know, have a half-hour session here and there, but, you know, it just becomes habit and that process and the routine of getting it done, just showing up, you know, because you're going to have moments where you want, you know, I, all the time myself, I <laughs> I don't feel like going in and getting up, getting in and training and getting it done and just feel like giving up, but no, you just make it part of the process and the routine, you just show up and get it done and a lot of times you end up putting in work and it, it works out pretty good. Talking with others uh, helps you realize um, that, you know, giving up, it's not an option. You know, you're reflecting on your why of why you're doing it. Um, Because, you know, this, that voice can come in all the time. You just got to know, you know, at the end of it, you feel, you'll feel good. Once you, once you get done, you'll feel good, you know, because you're going to, that you're going to keep stacking those wins. And this is a huge one for me as well is I like to stack wins. So, you know, I like to, complete little things each day that are going to build on each other in relation to the overall goal, okay? So that's that's why I have an attack list, okay? So I set an attack list where I'll have like two to five things written out on a whiteboard um, that I have to complete that day, no matter what, no freaking exceptions to, you know, move forward to my goal and my overall vision of what I want out of life, so... You know, it's good to reflect on those and just stack those little wins, complete those little tasks. Um, and just for me, it's, um, you know, get into, once you stack those wins as well, you sort of get into a state of flow and you get focused and, you know, you, you, the time passes and you just, you just get it done and, you know, you, you keep stacking momentum. Um, you know, it's like a, you want to be, you want to be like a train, you know, you don't want to be like a, a helicopter where a helicopter would be up and go and then it can easily just stop and land, you know, where a train, you, you, it starts off slow, but it picks up momentum and you start stacking these wins and it keeps going and going and going. And once you get the train going, it's, uh, it's hard to get it to stop, okay? Um, so stacking those wins is huge, but, 
that the little voice is just for me it's just shutting off that inner bitch you know i have like this uh, sometimes you just got to call upon these little little these different parts of yourself within your head and sometimes that little inner bitch will come up and you have to shut it off you have to get rid of it because it will come on and it will it will try and take the easy way out and you know it's not knock a few goals and what you want um you know when you stress out and times get tough that the inner bitch is going to come in so you want to shut it off so that's a huge one for me is just shutting off that little inner bitch all right number three motivation is not something that is given externally for a long period of time it must be generated internally how do you generate motivation so I'll just spend a bit of time on these next few ones, but motivation, you know. Now, first I'll say, like, I'll, I'll use motivation here and there, external motivation. It is good, okay? You do need things like that when you get tired, when you get drained, when you find your habits start to slip up. External motivation, uh, motivation is good, like listening to music or motivational speakers, you know, watching, you know, YouTube videos or whatever it is that gets you pumped up and motivated, that is all fine, but you need to generate it internally. So, and, you know, there's, it, it works for, you know, so many different people in so many different ways. So, one way was like planning workouts, like routine, setting the, the same time that you're going to work out. So, habits can generate internal motivation as well. So, um, Setting a work, setting the time that you're going to work out each day, and uh, yeah, just having your routine written out will help you sort of generate that motivation. Like, all right, this is what I have to do. This is what I have to get done. Planning your workout. So, and this is what I like with my clients. I like to work in two to three week phases because uh, it one uh, it allows for progressions. I find, and we can we cycle through like that through the program. So each program will you know cycle through you know two to four phases of two to three week so I, uh, little mini phases there because if we, if we change up the workout or progress the workout sort of every two to three weeks it's going to keep the motivation high rather than if i just give someone a, uh, all right here's your nine week plan it's the same workout for the whole time i want you to progress each workout for each week you know you get i've done programs like that in the past and motivation drops off very quickly so if, if i can you know change it up every two to three weeks um, and you know, you've got to be smart about it. There's a lot of planning that goes into it. You know, I've, you don't want to just throw random workouts, um, at the wall each day. You know, I've, it's just, it's just a wrong way to do it. Um, you know, that every now and then, you know, whether it's like one or two workouts where it's just like a, you know, if you're doing a hit workout once a week, um, and that changes up, then that's okay. But your overall plan, you don't want to be jumping around plan to plan okay you got to be smart about it but yeah changing changing up the workouts is a good way to uh, generate motivation rather than keeping the same thing over and over again focusing on the goal and the task at hand and how you're going to feel after it okay so focusing on the goal what you have to achieve and just telling yourself it has to be done and there's no other option okay one thing that i find that, that that's worked for me and i bring this up because it came in all in or all out was it was one of the answers um you know you just have to go all in with it there's no there's no middle ground one thing i learned from Orlando jordan is he he told me that um, and he would always try and ingrain that into my mind was okay when you you have to go 100 percent in with everything you do or you may as well 
be like everyone else outside of these walls because we're doing something different. We're doing something different in these walls, okay? And you, and you can't be like everyone else. So you have to go in or all in 100% of the time, okay? And that's something that sticks into my mind quite a lot, okay? So going all in um, and just knowing that it's not enough, another option and, you know, that 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 is one way that I generate uh, motivation as well, just knowing that, all right, this is a process. This is it. It's all in and, you know, you get it done. But, you know, creating habits that they that transition, Creating habits will transition into that motivation as well. So one thing that did pop up was because um, this does sort of go into line with habits and I talk about the attack list a lot, but like the Apple Watch and, you know, different devices um, work for people. Now, the accuracy of them, you know, isn't that great with, you know, when, they, when they're when they uh, recording your uh, sleep and your sleep patterns and, you know, all that and how much calories you're burning. A lot of it, you know, it's not accurate, but like you know, your step counts and stuff, they, they, it works though. It works because it gives you a baseline of sort of what you're doing each day and then you, you want to improve that. So, you know, whether you are like burning X amount of calories, um, exactly that amount of calories, you know, you, you, chances are you're not. But, you know, if it's like, okay, you're burning this amount of calories, say you're burning, okay, I'm burning, you know, 600 calories a day and then, you know, whether you are actually doing that or not, but it gives you a base and then you want to improve on that. So what happens you end up being more active. So, okay, you get it up. I start burning 800 calories a day, you know, and you keep progressing on that and you start closing off your rings and you start hitting your step count like that. That works and that is a good motivator. But, you know, and in a way that's like, a, it's like an attack list which I use, you know, I'm old school, I like pen and paper and, you know, whiteboards, chalkboards, um, I'm not too much into devices, so, um, you know, I'll have certain things I'll write on my attack list that I have to achieve each day, so in a way, it's like, you know, closing off your rings or hitting that, hitting that step count, it's creating that attack list, and that will, that will motivate you, writing it down and just ticking it off and getting it done is a huge motivator, you know, just finding, finding your passion as well, uh, whatever it is, and knowing your why of why you're doing it, that is probably the biggest motivator you can do is just finding your passion and um, and knowing your why. And you know, you'll see these questions, they all tie in together. You know, and it all comes back to routine and knowing your why, creating habits, creating that attack list. Um, but having accountability, so like working with a coach is really good. Um, you know, I, I myself, I work with coaches as well, so not everything's just completely up to me. Um, or I'll just, you know, I'll use lists and be accountable to myself as well. So, you know, try and set small goals day to day, week to week is a good way and you tick off those goals and you, you know, you end up stacking wins and you get more motivated. Results is another huge one, even if they're just small increases. And, and you know, I think results, you know, is one of the probably the best ways you <laughs> you can motivate someone. You know, you get someone to do a chin up. Especially, I've had a lot of females that I've taken that could never thought they could ever do a chin up. They'll never have the upper body strength to do a chin up, and I'm taking them to do it to be able to do a chin up, and that just lights a fire, man. Like, <laughs> I love when they first do that chin up. Like, it just yeah, they get super pumped up, super motivated. Uh, but yeah, little little results like that, doing a chin up, increasing weight on a bench press, or just looking better or feeling better is just a huge motivator to want to continue and and keep chasing it and getting it done. Um, but yeah, that, that that's pretty much it for motivation. You know, you need to generate it 
internally, um, but use it externally when you need to. But yeah, needs that that the external motivation it doesn't it doesn't last long. That's why it's, you know I see so many people will get motivated and they go, "Yep, I'm all in, 100. percent This is this is it," and you know they go along for two weeks. That motivation wears off, and then you know they haven't really uh, created any like. Yeah, they've gone all in, but they're they're not creating too many habits, or they're not they don't they don't keep the habits. The motivation wears off, and the habits start to slip, and then they just completely fall off the wagon. And it, then you know someone else will come along, and they get motivated again. And it just keeps going around in a cycle. So you know, creating creating habits um, is the best way, and gener- finding ways to generate the motivation internally rather than you know externally is is the way to go. All right, next one. How, how do you handle stress? Because this is a freaking huge one. Uh, majority of people said training, of course. <laughs> That's how I handle stress. Um, if I don't train, I'm a freaking mess. Uh, <laughs> it's a good way just to debris. Uh, just, um, yeah, just uh, just help relieve that stress. And, you know, uh, one one thing is like, yeah, training is good and having that accountability coming in and seeing the coach and just getting rid of it, getting it done. I work with a lot of people that, you know, run businesses or they work, you know, really, really tough jobs like police officers and paramedics and uh, prison officers and all, all this stuff. And it's just, so many people just want to get in, don't think about anything and just get it done because it's just a way of just handling stress and just getting it out and it's that, it becomes that outlet for them. Um, so training is a huge one. Uh, even for myself, training is one. That's why I don't necessarily like to program my own workouts. I don't want to think about it. Uh, that's why I have coaches and work with coaches where uh, and other mentors. I can just rely on them just to get it uh, all out for me and I just get in and put in the work and that's what I want to focus on. I don't want to think about anything else. Um, so that's a huge one is training. It's a good way to handle stress. And this actually happens within training is talking it out because I've had many, many personal training sessions that have just been tears all the way through or just talking all the way through. Um, and sometimes, you know, they're, they're the best sessions um, because it, it, they the client will, and even myself just comes to like a deeper understanding and it, it's just needed every now and then. You need to do it. You need to talk it out, talk it out with friends, family, you know, whoever it is, but yeah. Talking it out is good. Um, you know, of course, there's negative ways to handle stress as well, and this is one that came back, and, you know, one that I've, you know, dealt with in the past was food. Okay, I'd get stressed out and just want to freaking just go eat a whole pizza or just, you know, drink a bunch of beers. Like, that's a huge one. Um, but, yeah, you just got to try and keep reminding yourself, you know, that's not the way to do it and um, remind yourself of your why and, you know, stick to those habits. And, you know, get rid of that little voice when you do get stressed where you're not just going to go to these little vices. And we all we all have them. And, you know, you, it's, it's about taking control. You need to have control. I'm not saying you can never have go eat a pizza or have some beers or whatever it is. But have control of when you're doing that. You know, when you are, you know, scheduling in, when you are going to do that, when you are going to have that cheat meal, when you are going to, you know, just relax on your diet a bit or whatever it is. Now, you just have to learn that, you know, things... Things are out of out of your control. There's so many things that are out of your control, and you you can't change them. Like you, that's just how it is. Look at what's going on right now. You know, there's so many things that are just out of our control. But you can't, you know, beat yourself up and get stressed out and worried about it. Just control on what you can. You know, when we first, you know, this is the most. Uh, I've been through a lot of stressful things in my life, and 
you know, especially the last few years. But this, I've sort of learnt now that, you know, ways to deal with it and just understanding that you, there's so many things that are just out of control and you can't change it, okay? So just focus on what you can control and that is huge. And that's like now, like, you know, everything's going on, you know, losing so much income and, you know, wondering like if the gym's going to keep going ahead, how can you, you know, keep paying your expenses and all this stuff, you know, you're closed down, you have minimal support from government and stuff, but what, you know, what are you going to do? You have a mortgage, you have kids, you know, you got to put food on the table, but I am not stressed out at all. Like I'm just like, okay, I can't control this right now, but what can I control? And, you know, you get to work and you end up filling in what you need to and and getting it done. So, um, that's why it's just, you just ha- you have to be present, you have to be in the moment and just control what you can, because, you know, when you're, you're stressed out and you're anxious, you're always wondering about, like, the future and, and what's coming in the future, and you, you, you can't do that, you know, you only have to control, you only can take control of what you can, and what, <laughs> it's important to, if you are, if you do, like, it's, you know, I've been through like a few like bad business deals and times where I've been super stressed out and I didn't know how to deal with it. So this was one way that I got uh, from Paul Reddick was a way to write it down. And this was actually something that came back from a client as well was write, write it down and make a list of things you need to do to reduce the stress. Um, and that's something I've done in the past and that has worked, you know, before I sort of learned that like, okay, things are out of my control. You can't change that control what you can this is a technique that i have used in the past was uh, writing it down and making a list so i'll go through four things the fear the outcome the likelihood and what i can do to prevent it so the fear would be what are you afraid of right now that's stopping you from getting you what you want what's the feeling in the pit of your stomach and i'll write that down and then i'll go on to the next thing the outcome what happens if you're afraid if what you're afraid of actually occurs and then be specific of it. Okay, so I'd write down the fear and then I'd, I'd write down the outcome. So what happens if what you're afraid of actually occurs? And then I'll go into the likelihood. Okay, so I've written down the outcome. What uh, What's the likelihood? Okay, so how likely is this to happen? And I'd write that down. And once I have, I have the fear there, I have the outcome there, I have the likelihood of it happening, then I'll write down, okay, what, can I do to prevent it? And then I'll write down the tactical steps to prevent the outcome from happening. And I'll write that down. It was just a good way to just sort of, uh, yeah, just write it down and get it out. And yeah, it would really help reduce the stress. And I'd read over that and go through it with whatever stress I was going through. That, that was a huge one um, that would help me deal with the stress. Uh, and, you know, there, there's many of others, other ways as well. You know, just make sure that, you know, what you're doing is important. Uh, to your goals and you know sticking to your principles as well so you know just that's where that routine and habits come in just making sure that you know it's okay some some things you're out of your control but you know you're on track and you're doing these things and you're ticking these things off and you're still getting it done and you know you're still chasing those goals um just man do do things that you enjoy and that are important like so many people are stressed out about their job and complain about their job change it go change it and, you know, that resistance will come in. Oh, but this and this and this. No, it's bullshit. Go change it. Go do something you enjoy. Chase your freaking passion. 
Um, it might take a while. It took me f- took me years to do it. You know, I was, I was you know I was picking boxes in a warehouse for you know close to ten years, um, and it took a long transition to change over. Um, but I wasn't going to accept that. Oh, this is just what I have to do. You know, I have a mortgage. I have this. You know, and I even found my true passion and uh, you know i had a mortgage and you know we had a four-month-old daughter and i decided to put everything on line lost a, sh- a shitload of money with a bad business deal and you know just to keep changing that passion keep chasing that passage passion and wanting to achieve what i wanted to achieve because i felt like it was the right decision and you know you know sometimes you have to do the hard stuff but then you get to a place where you're you're living your passion and you're enjoying it and it just it's so it's so beneficial for you and you know and and take the time to do things that you enjoy you know like i i like to uh you know play a lot of music so in a way you know <laughs> my my wife is, is like into meditation and stuff and she'll sit there and breathe and you know zone out and all the everything like that i can't do that so for me so i find other ways that become a form of meditation so like training is a form of meditation for me uh, i'll play music I'll, I'll write music you know pre pre pre-covid um you know i'd catch up with a lot of my a uh, few of my close friends you know we sort of grew up together and went to you know high school and stuff together and we used to play in bands and and everything like that. And, you know, we, we will catch up, you know, whether it's once a week or once a month and we'll just sit there and write for hours and just play music. And that was just a really good way to de-stress and, and everything like that. And, um, you know, I skate as well. I skate since I sk- skateboarded since I was about 13. So, and I still do today. You know, obviously pre-COVID, everything's pre-COVID now. <laughs> um, so I'd, I'd, me and my mate Greg would uh, go for a skate. Uh, the skate park for you know like an hour or something it would just be good just to zone out and just do something where you're not thinking about anything you're just focusing on on that so it's good to have thing little uh little things like that but of course you know if you can live your passion then that that's a huge one of of um yeah helping to reduce stress so you're not worrying about working a crappy job you don't want to do and dealing with shitty people and everything like that um and then you bring that stress home and yeah it's just just toxic so being in the moment is a good one. Being present and not worrying about the future and just, you know, turn getting off your phone and this is a huge one, not scrolling on your phone all the time and, you know, reading the news and, you know, worrying about the future of what's going on and, you know, just taking time and just switching everything off and just be present in the moment. So I've, I've done that a lot because, you know, I've been terrible on my phone and I just find I'm picking up and scrolling and I don't even want to know what I'm doing and, you know, time just is just wasted doing that. So I'm making a conscious effort just to, you know, be on there, you know, at set times of the day and, you know, just try and keep it away as much as I can. Obviously, you know, you know, my business is all online at the moment. So, you know, I have to be there, but just trying to minimize that and just being in the moment, spending time with my girls and just, yeah, just being there. So, that, that that's a good thing as well because, you know, once you start going on there, it's addictive and then you start going down the rabbit hole on things and you're reading all these negative negative news headlines and, and all this stuff. So and and that's a good thing is just coming down to your environment. Change changing your environment because environments and relationships can be stressful stressful as well. So cutting out toxic relationships. I know that might be tough, 
you know, if you have family and stuff, well, how do I do that? How do I cut out, you know, a toxic person? Well, sometimes you can't completely cut them out, but you control the relationship that you have and, you know, how much you give to that relationship and, you know, how much insight you give them into your, you know, own beliefs and your goals and everything. And if you, you know, don't want, because you know, so many people put their insecurities on yourself when you have a big goal or a vision or whatever it is, people put those ins- their insecurities on you. So sometimes, you know, I just, just I just choose with certain people not to discuss those things, um, or if they just have a negative mindset on everything, I won't. I don't want that. And just you know, creating a, sh- a stress free environment as much as you can is a good thing too. Um, yeah. All right. Last question. Hopefully not eating up too much of your time. Are you a creature of habit? Do you follow morning, morning or and or evening routines? Um, and you know, pretty much everyone came back and said, you know, yes, they're, yeah, they're creatures of habits. And you know, this is the thing: you have to create those habits. And you know, it's it's different for everyone. You know, what works for me is you know, morning training first thing in the morning or getting my work done in the morning. So you just got to find that magic time of where you're most productive. And do what works for you. You know, some people it works getting stuff done at night or straight after work when they finish work, so they're not going home sitting on the couch and then getting into it. Um, you know, just find that time where it's where that resistance isn't going to come on. You know, as I said before, you know that resistance for me comes on at night, and it's really hard to. It took me half an hour to get up off the couch to get in and get it done. Um, but you know, morning it's just like I'm I'm running out the door to get there. So find that time that works for you. You know, and when routine is gone, you know, you, you do have to adapt because it is hard. You know, if you, if you, if you do, if you are a creature of habit and you you do have these routines when it's, when it's out of whack or it's gone, I struggle with that a little bit. I had a, a recent YouTube video you can check out, Relentless Coach Jake on, on YouTube. Uh, and I talked about, you know, how I struggled when we first got locked down of, um, how I struggled because I, I I didn't have a routine. I didn't have that that client first thing five a.m. waiting for me there, um, where I had that accountability, where I had to be there. You know, everything's online. I can sort of get it done when I needed to. So I was, I was sleeping a little bit more each day, and then I wasn't being as productive, and I was missing that magic time. And you know, how I changed that was creating a routine, okay, and just getting it done and being accountable to it, and having having that attack list. You know, checking those things off, um, which would help me. You know just build towards that ultimate goal so you know and you gotta be you gotta be consistent with it as well consistency is just a huge thing it's you know i often get asked what's what's the one thing what's the one thing i can do right now just tell me the secret what's the one thing that i can do to you know lose fat and build more muscle you know well it's not just one thing and and so many people will try and chase that one thing that there's you know a magic pill chase a magic pill or the magic surgery to do it um yeah blows my mind but it's not it's it's stacking multiple wins and just being consistent you know doing the little things to make a big impact okay doing the little things to make a big impact so you do these little things and you know, and you plug them into your routine you know whatever it is you know if you if it is you know you want to lose fat and build muscle okay i'm going to eat 3 three meals a day and I'm going to have two protein shakes as well at these times okay you schedule it in a routine this is the time I'm eating these three meals this is the time I'm having these shakes this is the food that I'm going to eat and you know you do it and you be consistent with it 
you know, because it's very easy to, you know, get busy and then you miss a meal and then, you know, a week goes by and it works out, okay, you're only having two meals a day and one shake and, you know, it's over that long period of time, it's just not going to add up and you wonder why you're not getting those results because, you know, you're not getting, you know, the adequate amount of protein intake to, you know, build muscle tissue um, and help with uh, losing body fat. So you just got to be consistent with what you're doing and that's why creating a routine and following a routine and having an attack list will 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 help you achieve that. And you know, it, it's different for everyone, you know, to get going to bed at the same time each night, getting up at the same time each morning, making sure that you know you're getting the right amount of sleep each night or enough sleep to be productive as you want to be, you know, finding that time that's going to work um it's most optimal for you to work, you know, when when you're getting in your work or getting in your training, and yeah, when you when you follow that routine of training at the same time each each day or scheduling in that walk, you know, you're you're a lot more likely to stack those wins and and keep ticking them off, and over you're going to keep building on those small things that's going to have a big impact for you reaching your goals, and you know, have you achieving what you want out of life, and you know. <laughs> And that's pretty much it right there. So I hope you got something out of that. You know, I'm going to keep updating you with what goes on with the, you know, the Navy SEAL stuff and how I go. It's all, most of it's going to be documented too. I'm going to bring out some videos as well, but I will keep you updated on the podcast too of what, of what happens. But yeah, I will put out some videos for you guys. Now, I hope you got something for that. I really hope you can take away, just, just have time and think about your why. Think about if, that, if that's one thing you can do is just take take away one thing from this is just think about your why, why you're doing it. If you have a goal or something you want to get out of life, why? Ask yourself why, okay. And then if you have yourself, if you give yourself an answer, ask yourself why again. And if you can do that and keep doing that, you're going to come down to the real reason of really why you want to do it. Um, it can be, you know, everyone can say, oh, I want to. I want to get to the gym because I want to be fitter. Okay, why do you want to be fit? Because uh, it's I, I need to I need to lose weight and feel better and move better. Okay, why 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 do you need to you know lose weight and move better and feel better? Okay, well I need to feel better and lose weight and move better so I'm able to get down on the ground and play with my kids. You know and and. You, that will come down to the 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 real reason rather than just asking yourself, okay, why do you want to why do you want to work out? Why do you want to train? Oh, I just need to get fit. Okay, well that that there isn't enough. You need to go deeper and find out the real reason why why you're doing this, what it is that you want, and if you discover that why, then you're going to be relentless at getting after it. Because that, that why is huge. So I can, uh, if that's one thing you take away, is take away, just find, discover your why. What is your why? Once you figure that out, get your habits, create an attack list, and get to freaking work. I hope you got something from that, guys. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot there, a lot of a few different views, but you know, everything come down to those those sort of things there. Um, if you have any questions or anything you need, ways to help develop routines or or, or anything that I may have missed out on that or you'd like to add or you'd like to discuss more, please hit me up. You can, um, you can contact me, www.100strongpt.com.au or hit me up on Instagram at Relentless Coach Jake or 
at 100 strong PT. Thank you guys. Please stay safe. Get after it. And please remember to be relentless. 